What is up, everybody? Welcome to this week's episode of the Dense Pixels Podcast. I'm your host, Brad, joined by my co-host, Micah. Hello. And Carrie. I'm back. She's back after clearing clearing her very, very busy schedule to join us here on the show. You would joke, but I am perpetually stretching myself. You are. Thinner and thinner and thinner. I've I've learned to scale back over the years. Like I'm like I do, you know, do this every week and pretty much I I guess I'm the regular co-host on Look Forward now un- unofficially because Andy hasn't been on in a long time. But like I've kind of learned that that's uh, that that's my threshold. And then, you know, with, with the odd golden tongues thrown in here or there, which look forward to that coming soon because it's in it's been recorded uh, and it's about to be in the can sometime later this week. So it's very cool. Um, but, yeah, it, seem, it seems like. uh Staying busy is is very on brand for Carrie. Um, also on brand today, uh, a little organization known as FIFA, who have decided <laughs> it's in their interest uh, to part ways with Electronic Arts and not allow EA to license the FIFA name branding for the for future FIFA games, including FIFA twenty three. So. Wow. EA Sports has rebranded the series as EA Sports FC, um, but they have said that the game will remain otherwise unchanged. Now, Carrie and Micah, I know that you guys probably don't understand just how stupid this is on on the behalf of FIFA. So in American sports, you have the sports organization and then all of the clubs that play in that organization are franchisees of the main sport. So like you have like major league baseball and then the Baltimore Orioles are a franchise of major league baseball and the New York Yankees are a franchise major league baseball and they're, and they're not owned by major league baseball, but they are essentially a subsidiary of major league baseball. And so major league baseball holds a tremendous amount of rights when it comes to those teams, they, they, they hold the, you know, they hold in their hand, the rights to the team's logos and, you know, the team's stadiums and, and things of that nature for licensing purposes. And it works that way with all American sports. That's not what FIFA does because FIFA is a governing body. FIFA is kind of the overseer of world football and all of the leagues and all of the clubs within those leagues are independently owned and operated companies for lack of a better term that just happen to participate in those leagues, which is why you get things like promotion and relegation and world football and things of that nature. So the, cl- the closest American comparison to what FIFA is, is the NCAA. Like the NCAA governs all of college sports really. And then all of the conferences are like, the world foot is like, so like the SEC is like UEFA in, in, in soccer terms. And like the ACC is like, you know, the, is like CONCACAF, which is the North, the North American, uh, you know, international soccer federation. And then all of those sports leagues run or all of those agencies run the leagues that play within them. So like the premier league is a subsidiary of like of UEFA and the English football system and stuff like that. So, and all of the clubs just happen to play in those leagues. So when FIFA is pulling out of the FIFA game, the only thing that goes away is the FIFA brand and anything that comes along with that, which is like 
the World Cup and nothing else. So you can still keep the teams. You will have the leagues. You will have the teams. You will have the players. You will have every single fucking thing except for the FIFA name brand on the game. (laughs) Who who gives a shit? And FIFA, FIFA thought that their name being on this game and, and putting their official stamp of approval on it was worth $1 billion a year. Jesus Christ. That is that is that is the licensing fee that they requested from EA because they see that FIFA foot, you know, FIFA soccer is doing really well every year in sales. It's generally around revenue. And they're like, we are getting shortchanged. We need a bigger piece of this pie. A billion dollars. A piece. billion dollars. Now, now keep in mind, <laughs> FIFA annually generates about a billion five. So, so, so somehow FIFA is like. FIFA's like, yeah, like this is this this is this is the move. This is the move. Like, like we want a billion dollars. EA was like, no. <laughs> and, they, and they couldn't they couldn't figure it out. Yeah, that's hysterical. Uh that is only mildly hysterical, Micah. The thing that's actually hysterical, and I have to find it because it's not linked in this uh in this Eurogamer article, uh, is FIFA's response. While this. you look for the response, I will ask you: Does um, does FIFA know that everyone hates FIFA? Uh, like- FIFA is not aware that everybody hates FIFA. <laughs> FIFA. FIFA has never been aware that everybody hates FIFA. Um, FIFA truly does think that they are the straw that stirs the proverbial drink. Uh, and I found I found the quote. So Gianni Infantino um, is is the president of FIFA, and he looks like a tiny baby. Um, his face does, which which is funny. Um, here's here's the quote from him in the wake of this news. Quote, I can assure you that the only authentic real game that has the FIFA name will be the best one available for gamers and football fans. The FIFA name is the only global original title. FIFA 23, 24, 25, and 26, and so on. The constant is the FIFA name, and it will remain forever and remain the best. So apparently the plan here is FIFA is going to license themselves out to other game studios to make these soccer games. And they are some, they somehow believe that just because the FIFA name is attached to the project, that it will be the best football game on the market. Oh my God. Would it, wouldn't it be just the tits <laughs> if they went to Konami and said, Hey guys, we want to put our branding on your soccer game, not knowing anything about it. Yes, it would be fucking hilarious if that were the case. Oh, please let that happen. Please <laughs> let that amount of hubris be uh, exist in the world. Wow, yeah, this guy does kind of look like an infantino. <laughs> That's where the name comes from. Um, I also can't wait for an upstart football game to run into the cavalcade of exclusive licenses that EA has amongst many of the different clubs and organizations uh, in world football, including a little club known as Barcelona, who they are the only, they're the only uh, football game that, I, that Barcelona can appear in, in any way, shape or form. Um, and, if, and if you would like the German football teams as well, I think are FIFA exclusives too. 
Look, I don't know anything about Gianni Infantino, so I jumped on his Wikipedia, and there are four photographs of him on here. Right there's mm-hmm. the there's the main picture, right? That is that accompanies the article, and then mm-hmm. there are two, and then there are three more. Would you like to guess who he's in these pictures ooh, with? Ooh, ooh, okay, okay, I can absolutely do this. Vla- Vladimir Putin is going to be one. Ding, ding, ding! All right, that's number one. Um, oh. They haven't done enough in I I would say MBS, but I don't I don't feel like they've done enough. Ding, in ding, ding. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> oh, the third one. The third the one. The third one hits very close to home. It's not Trump, is it? Ding ding ding. Wow. Oh my That's god. All I need to talk. That's all I need to know. That's it. That's all I need to know about this guy. <laughs> Where do you go? There you go. So holy shit. And and the the best the other best part is apparently they even gave EA a short-term extension so that they could put out a World Cup game this year because the World Cup is happening at the and later later this uh this fall. So EA is basically going to get all the benefits that they want. Like that you know they're going to get to put out the World Cup game and and all this jazz. And like FIFA walks away from the table, EA is going to continue printing money because people play FIFA not because it says FIFA, but because the game is fun and Ultimate Team is a thing that exists. And FIFA will make some fucking backwoods soccer game with some upstart developer that'll be shit that'll struggle to get licenses. Like I, I have, to, I have to like Konami, who is the other big player in the space, can't even get licenses for a lot of the major clubs in world football like forever in pro evolution soccer like there hasn't been a manchester united or a manchester city there has been a manchester blue and a manchester red and there's been a london red for arsenal and a london white for tottenham hotspur and there's plenty of other teams that they also can't say the actual name because they can't get the license to put the team in the game even though you know obviously like who it is that's a this is wild to me. I it's I I had heard this story before. Like I I had heard that that FIFA came to EA and was like, "Give us a billion dollars, please." And EA is like, "Kiss my ass." Like and so like I figured that was like the starting point for negotiations. Like I figured that EA would still end up giving them like, you know, like somewhere in the neighborhood of a hundred or maybe even less than that. Like you know, tens of millions of dollars a year. Because if you're FIFA, like, what are you doing? Like like it's this is free money. Yeah, man, like like it's like starting negotiations really high and then not budging. Yeah. What? <laughs> you like like if you're FIFA, you could even be like, hey, like we'll license this, but not exclusively. Like we're gonna we're we'll we'll license with other people too. Like, but you know, you'll still pay a hefty licensing fee. And EA would be like, whatever, like they'll they'll still be happy because they can call the game FIFA or whatever. But like FIFA's just <laughs> It's the the hubris to think that like your name is you think your name is the reason why this game sells, you know, 15 million copies a year and people spend a billion and a half dollars on it a year. Yo, it's not because like, it says FIFA on the no, cover. No, it's really not. That's like Travago coming to Chelsea and is like, we want a billion dollars if you want the privilege of having our logo on your <laughs> fucking uniforms. What the fuck? <laughs> Come on, <yo. laughs> So it, insane to me. Um, but I, I like I said, this was one of the funniest stories that I've ever read in my entire life, because, again, it, it is the most on brand that FIFA has ever been in the entire <laughs> life, because if they have, if if there's nothing that FIFA has not found, it is a scent to squeeze 
at a somebody for ridiculous, <laughs> ridiculous reasons. FIFA, FIFA is literally the most corrupt organization in the world. Point blank. I, period. Uh, yeah, I, I do yourself a favor uh, and 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 go watch John Oliver when he's talking about soccer and FIFA and because he loves soccer, yeah. right? Football, right? And and it's he's just, he just goes in on FIFA and uh, and and it's one of those things where he's like, I know it's wrong. <laughs> But I just love soccer so yeah, much. I like, love football so much, guys. Like, like, like as, as ass as ass as FIFA is as an organization. Like, I'm still gonna be watching the fucking World Cup in November. Like, be, like, like people are fucking dying. Like, there's there's like indentured servitude in fucking Qatar to build these fucking stadiums. And I'm like, this is horrible and wrong. I'm still watching this football competition because <laughs> like, it only comes around once every four years, and America's back. Like, it's gonna be very exciting. Oh shit. Um. Hey guys, go to uh, densepixels.com slash fans to, uh, to gain access to our Discord. Uh, when you go to densepixels.com slash fans, you can jump into Discord and you can look at all the cool stuff that's in there. Kids say cool stuff, don't they? Cool stuff. Is that a term? That yes. <laughs> um, you can talk about. <laughs> Those are two uh, words that are still spoken by people. You <laughs> you could talk you could you could talk about uh, the the latest in gaming news uh, wrestling uh, Formula One uh, Premier League uh, we talk about a lot of stuff in there not just video games so go to densepixels.com slash fans uh, go to youtube.com slash densepixels uh, I'm trying out a new lens uh, to see uh, if I if I like it or not so. Uh, go there and look at my, and look at my face. Um, it's one of those lenses that I had to really push the camera back because I don't want you to see the Morgan Freeman, uh, <laughs> dots all over my face. You don't want us to see every single pore on your face. I really don't need that. Really <laughs> uh, and I'm not wearing makeup again. Uh, is, is, is it a, is it a prime lens, Micah? Yeah. It is a prime lens. It's go. a prime lens with just like a minute bit of autofocusing so that I can put my hand in front of the camera and it's supposed to focus. There, there we go. So, yes, I, I'm using my new prime lens. Uh, so, yeah, go to YouTube.com slash Dense Pixels and subscribe and hit the bell and all that good stuff. Um, podcasts, you want them? We got them. Subscribe in, to in spades and abundance in, of podcasts. In, so uh, in abundance. Jesus Christ, you're going to be like, whoa, what is you're going to be? You, th there are so many podcasts, you're going to be listening to so many podcasts, your head will spin. Okay, <laughs> go <laughs> subscribe to the Nerdpocalypse, Black on Black Cinema, uh, Coming Distractions, uh, the week in the weekly preview episode of the Look Forward Political Podcast, which I just listened to today, it was very good, uh, and then. Uh, subscribe to, uh, go to densepistols.com slash premium. And for $5 a month or $50 for the full year, you get access to all of the other podcasts that we do, including the airing of grievances, no time to bleed, the men with the golden tongues, which as Brad pointed out, brand new episode coming soon on the latest James Bond film, the final Daniel Craig, uh, James Bond vehicle, no time to die upstage conversation and the full two hour this week mm -hmm. episode of the look forward political podcast. Uh, where I got a shout out because, uh, as we all know, I am a political savant. <laughs> In reality, Jay Kaufman and Micah, and then immediately 
insulted him like <laughs> like within nanoseconds because he realized what he had what he had done. Uh, the United States Federal Trade Commission ha- has said they're going to be taking a strict look uh, at some of the acquisitions in the video game space. They had already said that they're going to look at the uh, blockbuster $69 million or billion dollar, sorry, uh, acquisition of Activision Blizzard. Uh, but they're also going to be looking at the Sony acquisition uh, of Bungie for $3.6 billion. Um, they said that they would like to, uh, according to sources that passed this along, uh, the investigation may set back the closing date of the deal by six months, if not more than what was originally planned by those folks. Um, but basically, they they know they're not going to be able to block at the FTC, not that they necessarily want to. Uh, but I think this is them signaling that they are going to be uh, very aggressive in investigating these mergers and acquisitions, uh, much more so than previous uh, government administrations have been, which is all fine for me. Like I have, I have zero issue with this. Like when this much money is changing hands and when it could have, you know, wide ranging impact on an industry, this is their job. Like this is what they're supposed to fucking do. So Uh, get, get your politics out of my video games. (laughs) I don't care. I want more destiny. Um, yeah, this is like you said. This is their job. Good, good. Yeah. Do it. Uh, I need you to do it with uh, with a couple other companies too uh, that aren't yeah. video game related. Spread that level around. <laughs> <laughs> who, who are you thinking of offhand? Uh, maybe we'll talk about them later. Oh, how's how's about that? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Carrie, I I I must confess because um, there's not. There's not a time where I can see a good deal come across my way and uh, and not be at least tempted to dive in. Right now, oh, yeah. Mon- right now, Monster Hunter Rise is on sale on the Switch for like $30. Uh, yeah, it's also on sale on Steam for like $30. Yeah. And um, like I played the demo and I'm like, yeah, I don't think it's for me. But I'm like, yeah, it's $30. Can I make myself like this game? Like, bucks, like, yeah, for 30 bucks, <laughs> I would recommend you pick up Monster Hunter if you've... If you've tried it, maybe you're on the fence. Uh, Rise is absolutely the most accessible uh, Monster Hunter game to sort of get into. It's very much, it's it's got the easiest learning curve, I think, in terms of overall difficulty and how it eases you into the game. So yeah, for 30 bucks, yeah, pick it up. Um, today there was a, uh, a Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreak digital event. So Sunbreak will be what they refer to, have been referring to as the massive expansion. Uh, it's the equivalent to what Iceborne was for Monster Hunter World. Um, so we have, uh, we have a new home base. We've got whole new areas to explore, new monsters, new storyline. It's basically another it's it's like the same amount of content that was in the original game i think <laughs> like um so the uh the event gave us a little more details about the flagship monster of this franchise malzano who uh is based on a vampire he's a he's a, he's a real spooky guy uh and <laughs> So there are three new main sort of monsters in there. Um, we've got um, Malzino. We've got, uh, I don't even remember what they're called, but there's there's one that's like a werewolf and then there's one that's like a Frankenstein. So they're, they're leaning into the spooky monsters sort of aesthetic here with, uh, with the new monsters. And what's, 
What's interesting with Malzano, they they introduced this new mechanic that hunters will have to deal with called blood blight. So blood blight, if you're infected with it, it will drain health from you. Mm. Now, if you damage Malzano while you have blood blight, you get health back. But if Malzano absorbs enough of your health, it basically gains like a new form. So that'll be interesting to see. Um, we've got uh, some some returning monsters. Uh, the big one announced today was Seregios, who is uh, was actually one of the flagship monsters of Monster Hunter 4 Ultimate. Um, so that's fun. Uh, Seregios was not in world. So excited to see Seregios in this. Uh, and then we've got some new subspecies, including Aurora Somnicanth and Magma Almudron. I'm really excited for Magma Almudron. Almudron's one of my favorite fights in the base game of Monster Hunter Rise. So I'm really, really glad that they gave him a, uh, an interesting variant. So some other stuff announced today, um, new skills and the ability to sort of switch your skills on the fly. Um, they also added what they're calling follower quests. So if you're playing in single player mode, you will have the option to basically take NPC parties with you, which is not something that they've ever done before. Um, so that's just new stuff. New stuff mm -hmm. is happening. Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreak is out at the end of next month. I want to say June 30th. Yeah, June 30th on both Switch and PC at the same time. Uh, Sunbreak expansion will be available uh, as a uh, DLC purchase for $30 and then as a bundle paired with Monster Hunter Rise to the base game for $70 total. So, um, I mean, even even then... You know, you end up saving 10 bucks if you think you're going to get into it and you buy Monster Hunter Rise Vanilla now, because that means you've got basically two months to get your Hunter rank up so that you can access all the new content by the time Sunbreak comes out. So I'm excited. You seem excited. I, Monster Hunter good. <laughs> yeah, it seems like Nintendo has a they, they just put the roadmap out till the end of the year. And it seems like there's basically one kind of big release every month coming from them which is good because uh, yeah. that's the one thing i think that nintendo's been pretty poor at is is getting tentpole titles out on there on the switch um at a, at a pretty steady clip so yeah i mean ultimately this is again this is also coming to steam at exactly the same time i will be playing this on steam i'm probably not gonna worry about getting the expansion stuff on switch mm -hmm. um the game look the game simply runs better on steam than it does on <laughs> switch to the surprise of absolutely no one um wasn't it built for the switch specifically it was built for the switch specifically and then basically people like banged on the table and said where's the pc version and then they decided to come <laughs> out with the pc version which is why we didn't get the pc version of the base game until earlier this year because um, it took them like 10 months to put the game on pc because they had to port everything so uh but sunbreak the expansion will be releasing for both systems simultaneously excellent but you can catch me playing on steam Running Lance and exclusively Lance, as always. <laughs> I wish I could get into that game. I just, yeah. I, I tried. I, I gave it the old college try, but I couldn't find a weapon that I liked. Um, yeah. Uh, before we do the ad, I was, uh, I played Trek to Yomi. Okay. Um, 
is 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 it what everyone said it is? Very pretty, very cool looking, not really fun. That's exactly it. That's exactly <laughs> it. Um, yeah, the, rev- the, review, uh, the reviews killed any like enthusiasm that I had towards playing that game. Yeah, I'm glad I didn't buy it. I, you know, uh, thanks to uh, Game Pass for putting this thing out there. It's it, it looks beautiful. It looks great. It's one of the best looking side scrolling like action games ever. But um, like you could just bang one button and just kind of get through it, mm-hmm. and it's just boring. Um, so yeah, I don't necessarily recommend it. Um, but it's worth playing, right? It's worth trying. If you have Game Pass, mm-hmm. but I don't think it's worth the twenty bucks. Um, yeah, if you want to spend twenty bucks, go to densepixels.com slash Amazon. Uh, when you go to densepixels.com slash Amazon, uh, you can order whatever you want, right? You're not paying any extra, right? And you help us out just a little bit. So buy a lot, buy big. Uh, I'm at densepixels.com slash Amazon. Pick up where you left off. Uh, so I see my wife was uh, here last. <laughs> it is uh, always, buy, always terrifying. Yep. You can buy 24 stemless plastic champagne flutes, nine ounces, uh, plastic glasses, because, you know, we, we, we bougie, but we cheap uh, for $19.99. There you go. You're going to spend mm. 20 bucks. Go to densepistol.com slash Amazon. Get yourself 24 stemless champagne uh, plastic champagne flutes um, for for nineteen ninety nine. Uh, better, 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 worse deal than Trek Uh This is a better deal because you can get drunk off of champagne. Right? You can't get, <laughs> like there's like there's really no other joy that you can get out of Trek from Yomi other than just kind of looking at it and then just like all right, but you know. I can make a a, a a mimosa or whatever it's called. <laughs> um, the the healthy champagne. Um, Brad, I uh, you are a fan of uh, the esoteric sports. Mm-hmm. Uh, esoteric, at least from a <laughs> from from a, from a Yankee <laughs> point of view, <laughs> right. <laughs> like literally everyone else in the yeah, the world. Two, the, like well, yeah, so you're a fan. You're a fan of the two most popular sports in the world that nobody <laughs> in America watches. <laughs> Maybe you would be interested in a show that I just started watching. I can't believe no one ever told me mm-hmm. to watch a show on Netflix called Formula One: Drive to Survive. <laughs> I I started it today, mm-hmm. uh, and and I've, I I watched the first two episodes of season four, and it's really interesting, <laughs> isn't it? Though, like it, it I mean, it it, it actually is. Like, <laughs> uh, like I'm trying to see who I like and 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 like what uh, what constructor ah mm-hmm. see. see I'm <laughs> constructor i like and what racer right and uh, you know i've only seen the first two episodes um i've 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 always been a fan of like mclaren like supercars like Mm -hmm. i just like the way they look so i think i'm going to kind of root for mclaren um and what's what's dude's name uh daniel uh, ricardo daniel ricardo i like 
I like the cut of his jib. He seems like a nice enough dude. Apparently, he sucked last year. Uh, he hasn't um, been doing too hot this year either so far. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I, I'm also. I, I think. I think Danny Rick might be my favorite. Uh, my favorite driver on the grid. Honestly, like he's too fucking. He's too much fucking fun. Yeah, man, I like that dude, man. Like, uh, like, and I'm and I'm rooting for him. You know what I mean? Like, he's mm-hmm. got a good story, right? Like, apparently he was like hot shit when he was with Red Bull, and mm-hmm. and now he's just kind of, you know, trying to trying to like something happened, right? And and he's gotta he's gotta get back to where he was. I like that as a story. Yeah. Um. But yeah, man, like this is super fucking interesting, and uh, you know, I get it. I I like the I like the um the the team sport aspect of it but also like you know the friendly rivalry aspect of it you mm-hmm. know what i mean um this is super interesting man and shame on you for not bringing this to my attention <laughs> I, 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 what kind of friend are you man <laughs> I'm, I'm glad you started watching it um i'm curious that if you really dig this if you go back and watch the other seasons so you can kind of build the uh build like the knowledge of, of previous years um, yeah. and follow some of the guys. Cause like, like Danny Rick, like they followed for all four seasons cause he's actually been with a couple different teams as, as the series has gone on. Cause the first season he was still with Red Bull um, and then he went to Renault uh, the following year for a couple of years. And this was, this is the first season, the, what the season you're watching was his first season with McLaren. Like this, this year's his second year. Um, uh. And so like, yeah, like I said, it's, it's a really good show. Um, they do a great job, especially onboarding new fans because they kind of deliver things to you in a in a way, in a way that's digestible. Um, I already know like who your favorite people are going to be. I get the sense you're probably not going to like uh, Christian Horner very much. I feel I feel like you're probably going to lean more in the Total Wolf uh, mm-hmm. camp uh, as far as like the as far as the team principles because those two were prominently featured throughout the whole season, as you'd expect. Yeah, like the first episode was all about like. Uh, uh, fucking mercedes and um and red bull. uh and red bull yeah, yeah. and and they, they call that dude like ah, he's just a finance guy he doesn't know anything about about that he inherited this fucking this he inherited fucking mercedes man like <laughs> like like this this shit is the pinnacle right and and you know part of me is like fuck mercedes right because they're they're like hot shit and i want to root for an underdog but at the same time like i want to root for a winner <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah i was saying red red bull is not an underdog in any in any way shape or form like red, like like literally all it, it, with with i'm trying to think how far you have to go back i think that every title since 20 every constructors championship since 2009 has been won by either red bull or mercedes yeah, they were like <laughs> they were like Mercedes won like the last seven years or yes. something like that. Yeah, seven like, seven in a row. Christ. Uh, so so yeah, like fuck them, but like but like at the same time, like I'm coming in this kind of fresh. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't want to be I don't want to be that guy that just kind of like roots for like the 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 winner, right? But at the same time, like. Like I want to root for everybody black, so like, oh, Lewis <laughs> Hamilton, I root for him, but he plays for the winning team. Right? So, <laughs> so it's it's, but no, I'm right now. I'm kind of right now. I'm kind of a McLaren guy, and and I like uh, uh, I like uh, what's his face. Uh, I'm terrible with names, guys. Dan, Danny uh, Danny Rick. You can just say Danny Rick. Danny Rick. There you go. <laughs> I, I'm I'm partial. I'm partial to him, and I, I I'm rooting for him. Right. Like I'm I'm hoping that he can kind of. 
bounce back. I don't know what's going on. I know everything has just kind of been like, I know everything is kind of done for this season. Uh, I, I, and I remember, um, from, you know, last, last year we were talking about this and we were talking about like the, the, the like drama mm-hmm. and, and even season four opens with people <laughs> tweeting about how like, yo, this season of drops is a five is going to be off the fucking wall, man. <laughs> so yeah, I'm, but I'm into it. I'm into it. That's good. Like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm looking for, I, I, I'm, I, one of my most, like I watched it like the weekend it came out. So what something that was really entertaining for me is was Jay like live tweeting me as he was watching episodes like with reactions because I knew exactly like what points in the show he was reaching especially especially when we get to the last two episodes of the show <laughs> it's uh it gets fucking wild um Jay's a big Total Wolf fan and and you and as as the season progresses like you will you will understand why that is he loves Total Wolf he's, he thinks he's the bee's knees. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, the the Miami Grand Prix, um, the inaugural Miami Grand Prix was this past weekend. Um, and it was a big fucking deal in in the States. Like, and yeah, F1 was really excited about it. Too bad the race itself was pretty boring until there was a safety car towards the end of the race, which made it actually exciting for the last 15 laps or so. But uh yeah. So hopefully, hopefully we'll see if uh if we get a better uh if we get a better race weekend the next one, because I think Baku is next. And that's an interesting circuit because they do it right on the streets in Azerbaijan and have like a castle that they drive next to, which is kind of nice, kind of wild. A couple new games this week, songs of conquest uh, coming to PC. This war of mine, final cut gets a current general or new generation release. Uh, Unpacking comes to PlayStation. It's been on Xbox and PC for a while. Uh, Brigandine comes to PC Uh, source of madness. This is a game I'm interested in comes to the PlayStation, Xbox and switch. Uh, this is a 2D uh, roguelike uh, with kind of like a Lovecraftian theme attached to it. Uh, pretty pretty cool art that I've seen in the game. Uh, Achilles Legends Untold comes to PC. Cantata, Cantata comes to PC. Uh, the Centennial Case, a Shijima story, comes to PC, PlayStation, and Switch. Uh, Flippin' Cactus comes to PC. And then Evil Dead The Game comes to PC, PlayStation, Xbox, and Switch. Uh, this is a one versus many game uh, based in the Evil Dead universe. So think Friday the 13th or Dead by Daylight or any of those. Yeah, I was going to say Dead by Daylight. Yep. Uh, we go to the post office. We'll start with uh, Daniel, who asks, has anyone ever played or sold a game? Because we all used to work for games now. Uh, that is rated adults only. So I, I actually have the list. Rated of AO rated games because there aren't many, mm-hmm. right? Like there's there's not a lot. Most of them are just shitty porn games. Um so the only games that I have played that are technically rated adult only are the original release of GTA San Andreas. <laughs> I would say that's that's the one that everyone's played. And the original release of Manhunt 2. That's it, though, because everything else, you know, I didn't realize they started rating games uh, AO back in 1993. I didn't realize Mm -hmm. that was a thing that early. But, yeah, there's all sorts of there's all sorts of just stupid porn games. (laughs) Yeah. Rated AO. Crystal Fantasy. Cyber Photographer. 
all nude Nikki. Like, <laughs> who's buying this stuff? <laughs> like, there's one that's just called Sexy Games. That was Yo, a mobile okay. phone game in 2000, rated adult only. I would love to see what exactly it was. It was probably just like tits, your tits out in your mobile phone game in the year of our Lord Y2K. Like, <laughs> <laughs> There's one called Wet the Sexy Empire, and it has a Wikipedia entry. Oh, it sure does. Uh, wow. Um, okay. There's also a 1997 adult action-adventure game called Rihanna Rouge that was uh, rated adult only. That stars, stars a uh, former Playboy playmate. Uh who just apparently has her goober out and also has a gun. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what cause, you know what? I, it's fine. Y'all yeah. want to make horny games. You feel free. You, you make all the horny games you, you want to make. Cause some of the more recent ones are like basically Japanese, um, uh visual novels because i i was surprised to not see more of these like porny visual novel games and then i realized that um most of those don't ever get official english translations which mm -hmm. means that they never get rated by the esrb <laughs> yes oh, so so the the only ones that do get rated by the ESRB are the ones that get licensed by Manga Gamer. And there's a couple of those that have ended up getting um, getting adult-only ratings. Yeah. And it's, it's tricky to get those through official channels because most official channels won't carry them. Yeah, Manga Gamer is um, really one of the only sort of licensing and localization uh, companies that does uh, Japanese visual novels. And they, they do a lot of them. Um, they do like, they, they've licensed and localized some of my favorites, including um, Higurashi and, and Umineko and whatnot. But yeah, there's um, they, they do a lot. And I guess I'm surprised that they've really only done a couple of, a couple of titles that have ended up being rated adult only, but um, but again, a lot of these a lot of these VNs end up being rated mature for sexual themes. And I guess once things get a little a little more explicit, <laughs> it's when you end up dipping a toe into AO. Yeah. Like I said, I get why these games exist, but I have to paraphrase or, or quote Micah: uh, "Porn is free. It really <laughs> is, man. It really is." Like you can go watch as many violent movies you want. You can go online and watch all the porn you want. You don't have to. Um, you don't have to. You know, buy um, the, uh, <laughs> wet the sexy empire. <laughs> what? <laughs> it, okay. Uh, Cam asks, "Have you all seen the Money in the Bank promo with Cody Rhodes?" Uh, where he mentions the show is the chance for one male and one female superstar to main event WrestleMania. Do you think they will be dumb enough to change how the briefcases work? And if so, what do you think that means for the Royal Rumble? God, I hope not, right? Because yeah. that's like the whole gimmick of Money in the Bank. Yeah, I mean, so like there have been Money in the Bank people that have held on to the case until WrestleMania. 
and sure. declared that they were cashing in at WrestleMania or not declared it in, in the case of Seth Rollins and, and just stole the title. Um, but here's the thing, like like main event WrestleMania doesn't mean have the last match on the last day of WrestleMania anymore. Like they've used that term very loosely um, over the years, like even going back to 2003 when they advertised like, oh, it's a quadruple main event. Like we have four main event matches on this WrestleMania card because they advertised all four of the last matches as quote unquote main events because right. of the magnitude of, of the of the match. And like they even talked openly this year, like Bianca Belair uh main evented WrestleMania because she had the last match or uh, or last year rather, she had the last match on the first night. So that term I feel like is loose. Um I really don't think cuz especially cuz money in the bank happens in June, you're not going to say, "Oh, you get this briefcase and you have to hang on to it." for the whole year because that also ruins the money in the bank briefcase. Like the whole, the whole point of the fucking briefcase is that you never know when someone is going to cash it in. Yeah. Like it's a story. It's a storytelling device. That's all it is. Right. And it's a storytelling device that can be used. It's, it's the Royal rumble device, but it can be used at any time. Like that's what makes it so provocative. Um, the only way I could see that happening is, um, it also it cheapens the Royal Rumble, right? Like very much so, yeah. So the only way I can see this happening, right, is if Roman's still walking around with two belts. Mm-hmm. Uh, if Cody challenges Roman for, let's say Cody wins the Money in the Bank, and he's like, "I'm going to WrestleMania," right? But I'm going to challenge Roman for one of those belts. And that'll be the main event on the first night, mm-hmm. right? The, probably the black strap. And then Roman can still main event the uh, the blue strap on the second night, the the real main event, right? Mm-hmm. That's the only way I see it working. But again, I don't like that idea because, like, it cheapens the it cheapens it cheapens the Royal Rumble, it cheapens the Money in the Bank. You're 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 cutting you're cutting off a, a an easy way to draw. Also, like like. Money in the Bank is great, but like it's only great when heels get it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, also true. Because <laughs> right, like, what's a what's a what's a baby face gonna sneak attack you? Like, nah, yo. Like, they're not gonna they're not gonna do that. So, yeah, I don't want them. I I hope that that was just like a flub mm-hmm. that they forgot to edit out. But we'll it see. would be nice. And and plus, I really think that they like if they're gonna be doing two night WrestleMania, I think a women one of the women's title matches needs to be. Uh, absolutely the main event of one of the nights for sure absolutely so um so life says i know micah is a fellow marvel strike force player and yes. ea is going to be launching a lord of the rings branded hero collector later this year any interest in checking it out and you cannot possibly play two hero collectors with the time uh that strike force demands correct one i will check it out uh two <laughs> He, this person is, is 100% correct. I used to like just play a bunch of hero collectors, but mm-hmm. like branded ones, right? Like with IP that like I, I like, right? Like I'm not going to go. What's the one that's always on like YouTube ads? Oh, uh, like, uh, fucking, oh, fuck. 
God, God knows I've watched on YouTube videos that I should know this off the right. top of like, it, it's, it's like Right. It's like a big orc and like a sexy orc or some shit like that. And I'm like, yo, what the fuck? Uh, no. I, and I, I, I'm so pissed at the ads that I'm just like, I refuse to buy this or, <laughs> or, or download it. But I, I did play uh, Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes. I did play the Star Trek one. And I did play the DC Legends one. And I say did because that's a lot yeah. to kind of <laughs> snuggle around and and play Marvel Strike Force at the same time. So I only play Marvel Strike Force now uh, because there's just too much. It's it's too much like time management, right? Mm-hmm. Like you gotta you gotta go in and at certain hours of the day, and they're all different hours, which also fucking sucks. Um, so I, I stopped playing all of them except for the Marvel Strike Force one um, because that takes enough of my time. And, uh, and I'm trying to unlock Dr. Doom. And then once I unlock Dr. Doom, I can fucking, I can fucking throw my phone away because like <laughs> that's, that's all I've ever wanted. And it's taken me fucking years to do it. Years, literally years to try and do it. Uh, so yeah, once I unlock it, I can just throw my damn phone away because I will have completed my life. I might check out the uh, I might check this out, but I have a feeling that Blizzard is going to own my mobile phone in about a month's time. Yeah, buddy. Because <laughs> <laughs> Diablo World looks legit. I got to say. Yeah, it kind of does. It kind of does. I was like, all right. <laughs> so we'll Remind see what happens. Me uh, Johnny says, what are some gaming builds or characters that you refuse to play as, like a healer, a sniper, tank, grappler, etc.? Um, I I'm not good with grapplers and fighting games. I'm not good with um uh, I'm a turtler. I'm a I'm a charge guy, I'm a guile, I'm a balrog. That's who I play <laughs> uh in fighting games. I'm a charge guy. Um, I don't understand how a Chun-Li player plays fighting games and I don't understand how a grappler plays fighting games. Um, I understand a grappler more than, than a, than a Chun-Li type character. Mm -hmm. Um, with, uh, with like role-playing games, like when I used to play Final Fantasy online, I, I gravitated towards Paladin and I generally did not play thief classes. Um, it just felt like too too much work, mm-hmm. right? Especially like thieves, because you had to like venture out and 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 pull mobs to you, and then hope that the hope that the uh, the tank is good enough to pull aggro, and then you gotta make yourself disappear and then go behind and sneak attack, but you can't sneak attack too much because you want to pull aggro from this punk ass tank that can't <laughs> hold it. And it's just like, and then I'm made of fucking tissue paper. So if I get hit, well, that's I'm down. And it just, I, I've never, I've never gravitated towards like thief classes and stuff like that. Ranged, maybe, um, but thief classes, no, I can't, I can't do rogues or thieves. Carrie, uh, I like playing tanks. Uh, I am a tank main in FF14. I've got Gunbreaker and uh, Dark Knight maxed. I love playing Dark Knight. It is probably the worst tank class, but I like it a lot. Um, I uh, I'll play DPS. I'll play melee DPS. I'll play range DPS. I don't fucking like playing healer, man. <laughs> it is so stressful. 
It is so stressful. I I've done some uh some stuff on uh Astrologian in FF14 and it is it I I don't like it. I don't like playing healer. It is stressful. It's too much. I want to hit the monster, but instead I have to keep the tank alive. But I can't, can't hit the monster ever. I can't do both. You can't, but you I'm, can't, but you you can't heal the tank too much. Cause then, cause then it don't matter if you don't, if you want to hit the monster, the monster's going to fucking hit you. Yeah. And then, and, and, and yeah, it's man. So stressful. I, My husband <laughs> is, is a white mage main in an FF 14. He's always been like a healer kind of main. And I, I don't get it. I don't understand <laughs> where he, where that comes from. I guess that's, it's the same kind of patience as to why he married me. Yeah. Um, you guys are yin and yang, man. That's why y'all the, uh, work. The, and I don't do caster DPS classes either. So like I won't play black mage or anything like that. I just, I want to run up to the monster and stab it in the face. I don't want to worry about cast times and cooldowns and shit like that. It's too much. You don't, you don't, uh, you don't get off on big numbers. Like most black mages get off on like four digit damage. No, well, I can do four digit damage in Dragoon. <laughs> I can buff myself. I can hit the monster four or five times in the same amount of time it costs you to, you know, waste all that MP summoning some bullshit. I don't want it's too much. I don't like that. Look, look I'm, that is, I'm like, it, it requires a higher level of brain power than the two smooth stones inside my head can deal <laughs> with. I just, you know. Look, I'm with you. I prefer like a monk class, right? Like I like physically going up and punching things yeah. and then like using like hundred fists or whatever and, and, yeah. and just fucking beating the shit out of people. Absolutely. Uh, but, but yeah, I feel you. I feel yeah. you. Um, I, I also don't play fighting games, so I don't. Yeah. I ain't gotta worry about any of that. I simply do not participate. Uh, I hate support classes in class-based games um, as well. I much rather would deal damage or or get hit a lot. Um, and and also like support classes in games where like you can help like buff teammates, not just heal, um, are also annoying because if the teammates don't do a good job of taking advantage of your of your buffs, then it pisses you off. And and I don't yeah, like to, I don't like, I don't, hey, I, don't like, I don't like I don't like my good play to be reliant on other people also playing well. Um, fighting games, uh, you guys know if you've listened to the show for a while, I'm fucking Shoto all the way, baby. Like I don't I don't fuck with charge characters. Uh, I can mess with grapplers in fighting games, but uh, me and Mike are direct opposite in that regard. I I will play Shotos all day. That's my preferred style, um, but not charge. I'm I'm awful with charge characters in fighting games. So, and then Daniel comes back and says, "Cake or pie?" On three, okay. Mm-hmm. One, two, three. Cake. Pie. cake. Oh. Fuck you. That's, why, that's, what I'm that's what I'm talking about, Carrie. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Look, I look. Everyone's entitled to their wrong opinion. It's fine. Like you guys, (laughs) you guys can be wrong. No, you guys can be wrong. Incorrect. Now, now the now here's the thing though. So my favorite dessert. I need to. I need to ask you guys where on the cake pie spectrum this dessert lands, because to me, are you saying cheesecake? Cheesecake's a pie. Cheesecake's a no, pie to me. The word cake. cake is in it. The I understand that, but I, I think that's it's false advertising. No, it, no, doesn't, it doesn't. It, it doesn't. Work. Is in it? If the word cake is in the dessert, it's a cake. 
It's only because it doesn't roll like cheese pie doesn't roll off the tongue the same way. <laughs> I understand why you would consider it a pie due to the construction of yeah. the cheesecake. I have made many cheesecakes. I believe y'all have had my cheesecake. I believe Micah told me never to bring cheesecake around him again because my cheesecake <laughs> would give him diabetes. And I understand that. But look, cheesecake is a cake, and it's because of the consistency. And it's it's a cake. Yeah, it's cake a cake. It's a cake. It's a cake. It's Get pie. out of here. Get out of here. Pie pie is vastly that would superior. Be like, cake that would cake be like, sucks. Pie is not superior to cake. Cake is awful. If I want to eat loose sweet fruit, <laughs> I will simply make a fruit salad. <laughs> <laughs> Am I wrong? Look me in the eye and tell me I'm wrong. <laughs> Think of how many amazing pies there are. And like, how many amazing cakes are there really? How many amazing, amazing pies, cakes are there really? Pies? How many pies are there? Apple pie, cherry pie, key lime pie, pumpkin pie, sweet potato pie. Oh, no, you pumpkin. Oh, get out of here with your right, fucking right, anti anti pumpkin anti pumpkin pies. All right, sweet potato pie. Get out of here. All right, all right. I'll give I you some. I fuck with some pies. pies. Banana cream, fucking awesome. Uh, nope, gross. <laughs> nope, nope. <laughs> Honestly, nope. there are some bananas that look are like pies penises that are really and cream look like kids. Get out of pies. here. <laughs> but here's so here, here's my problem with cake is that cakes have too much variance in what you're gonna get because it is it is very easy to fuck up a cake. Super it's easy to fuck, easy up, to fuck a cake. up a pie. No, it's a lot. It's much. It's much harder to fuck up a pie. Disagree. <laughs> it's much harder to fuck up a pie. Thanks a lot, Daniel. It's it's the innocuous. <laughs> it's the it's the innocuous questions that always get you. Just because these two wrong, wrong-headed idiots over here fucking standing for cake. Get out of here. You're fucking nah, cake. Man. Cake, man. Cake. My wife is with you, Brad. She loves cake pie. That's because she's right. Nah. Yeah. She's, also, she's, also, she's also from Florida, Brad. So, that, that, I mean, that, that's my argument. Now, right now, right. my now my wife is a cake person, though. So, of like, course, so that doesn't. And, so that and 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 again, tough. It's it's always tough when. You when you have to when you live with a when you live with a, the opposite person because then you know they're always getting that My they're always getting a pie their thing. guy like yeah I look I it's get tough it. it's it's t- and that's why the cheesecake mends all fences because it, it lives in between cheesecake is delicious everyone likes it that's the real answer is cheesecake is the correct answer it's just oh, there you go. <laughs> so <laughs> see we can all we can all find a happy middle ground to to agree on uh, uh, which is a, which is the best there's way. a french korean bakery out in ellicott city that i need to pay a visit to because <laughs> they uh, got some they got some cakes my guys <laughs> you, you want you want some you want some cakes i can get you some like Fancy ass little cakes. Blow your mind. Uh, if you would like to weigh in on the cake pie argument, as I'm sure many <laughs> of you are going to, uh, you can do that at densepixels.com slash fans by joining our discord and going into the episode discussion channel and weighing in and telling us whether cake or pie is superior. <laughs> uh, I have a feeling that many of you will be uh, weighing in correctly. And then more of you will probably be weighing in wrongly. Cause I feel like that cake <laughs> is basic and all of the basic people out there will be choosing cake. <laughs> <laughs> oh man anyone any dumb shit can go can go to their grocery store buy a pre-made pie crust dump some shit in the center and make a perfectly adequate pie but it takes skill to make a good cake <laughs> i'm not i'm not going to entertain any any arguments otherwise 
I mean, uh, you can literally you can literally throw chicken and vegetables and goop and gravy in a pie and and serve it to people. Like, here you go. I'm like, nah, yo. Nah, <laughs> nah, dude. Nah, dude. I don't want that. You can literally put any kind of trash in the middle of a pie crust, exactly. and suddenly it's a. Exactly. <laughs> I watched a, I watched a movie once where a woman defecated in pie crust, and then that was and heated it up, and technically. That is a pie. That is what I that is what I ascribe a pie to. <laughs> Hello, son. How are you? <laughs> All right. Maxwell, Maxwell, do you like cake or pie? Okay. No. Oh, that's <laughs> true. The true. <laughs> the true answer. <laughs> your, 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 your son's a genius, really. Is, that's what it is at the end of the day. Uh, make sure you subscribe to this show as well as all the other TNP Studio shows wherever you get fine podcasts. Uh, go to youtube.com slash dense pixels. Hit subscribe there as well. Uh, follow us on Twitch, twitch.tv slash dense pixels. Also follow us personally, uh, dense pixels Brad for me. Stuff it's Carrie for Carrie, Apparition 410 for Terrence. Uh, Carrie, tell us yeah. about the musics. Absolutely. Yeah. So next Saturday, May 21st at 1 p.m. at the Sollers Point Multipurpose Center here in Dundalk, Maryland, you can catch the Baltimore Gamer Symphony Orchestra's Console Wars program. It is a free concert. And yeah, we are leaning fully into the mid nineties. Uh, Genesis does what Nintendo don't bullshit back and <laughs> forth rivalry between the companies. So you're getting a set that's half literally split down the middle, half Genesis, half Nintendo. So you're going to hear, obviously you're hearing Sonic and Mario, but you're getting Toe Jam and Earl Echo the Dolphin, Restar Fantasy Star on the Genesis side. You're getting Street Fighter 2, Earthbound, Star Fox, Secret of Mana. Good stuff across the board. And then we're doing a choose your own finale program where we are going to have a Nintendo donation box and a Sega donation box. And whichever box has more money in it at the end of the night will determine which of the two prepared finale pieces will actually get played. I'm not going to tell you what the songs are, but I will tell you that they are iconic songs from iconic Nintendo and Sega franchises. So uh, I did a lot of the arranging on the Sega side for this show. Uh, yeah, come Come out. It's going to be a good time. It's a free show, 1 p.m. And uh, video game music. And you get to hang out with me. And what's better than that? A lot Very of cool. things. I understand that. But, like, <laughs> uh, come for me and stay for the music. <laughs> that is it for us. Uh, I'm going to probably seek out a delicious pie so I can bask in my rightness. Mm. <laughs> Thank you all, all right. for watching and listening. We'll see you all the next time. See ya. See you.